episode number two of the End of Me podcast. My name is Phil, and I'm your host, and I, I, hit, a, I, don't, I hit a bit of a roadblock there. I don't really know where to go after that, I guess. Uh, well, I'm Phil, and uh, this is the second episode of the podcast where I read um, journal entries out of um, a journal that I found, an old journal I found in, a, in this old church here in England. Um, so, so we'll have another, we'll have the second entry in the book uh, for you in a little bit. Um, and I'm sure it will prove interesting, I think. I don't know, maybe not. The first entry was crazy. Uh, in case you... You should go back and listen to episode one because it's like I don't want to explain the whole thing. But basically, like, this guy in the 50s, his name's Gilbert, whatchamacallit, something, I don't know. Gilbert something. Um, I can look in the book here. Um, I, um, I should probably learn this dude's name since we're going to be reading this book. Gilbert Worthinghouse. Um, this is his journal, apparently. Um, and he wrote it in the 50s, and I found this journal in an old, in a, not an old church, I mean, it's an old church, but it's a church people still use, so it's not like it's an old, creepy, abandoned, haunted church or anything, but it's a, you know, I found it in a, in a chair, in a pew at a church, and um, the first entry was crazy, um, he, <coughs> this dude saw this kid get hit by a car, apparently, um, and uh, he said that she had red eyes, I guess, which sounds ridiculous. And um, and he in and he said that in this in the first year entry that it was on purpose that or that a a woman pushed this little girl in in the road in purpose. So that's that's where he left off. Um, I don't know if this thing is like for real in the sense that like I mean it's old. I mean I. I do think it's from the fifties and it was in a chair pew and it was all covered in dust and stuff. So, <clears throat> so I'm, I'm pretty sure that it is from the fifties and I'm pretty sure that whoever wrote it, wrote it in the fifties, but I don't know if this guy is just like a nut job or if he's like, like if it's like a practical joke or something, um, or, you know, I don't know. This dude could have been having a nervous breakdown for all I know, but this guy wrote a journal and we're gonna, we're gonna keep reading it. Cause I'm, you know, cause I want to find out what happens. So, um, but before we get to the next journal entry, um, uh, just give you an update on uh, little old me. Um, uh, Let's see. Um, didn't get any um, emails after the first episode. I don't know how many people listened to it. I mean, I only just started putting it out, so maybe it'll take a while to get some, 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 um, you know, some momentum. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys do want to write me something um, or questions or something. Um, and uh, then send them to the end of me podcast at gmail.com. Cause then that way, if like somebody says something cool, or if you have a question, I can answer it at the beginning of the podcast, like now. So then I'll, then I'd, it'd give me more to talk about up front. And then it wouldn't just be, you know, so much rambling maybe. But anyway, so 
the end of me podcast at gmail.com if you want to send me any comments or questions or naked pictures of your wife <laughs> just kidding um uh or yourself if you're a girl um just kidding um anyway so um how are things with me things with me are they're okay um um like i said in the last episode of i uh, live american i'm living here in england with my english wife marcia um and yeah i'm looking for a job still um i had a i had an interview um or not an interview but i had a call from um from one of those recruiting recruiter agencies and man those people are like don't like what the hell is that shit all about like like, do they even really do anything? I feel like it's a scam because when you go on, on online and you're looking for jobs and whatnot, like there's so many like recruiting agencies and all the all the job applications or t- uh, descriptions are so vague. It's like we need a person to do something for a large, exciting company or, um, you know, looking for a qualified team player for an amazing opportunity at an international blah, 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 blah. It's all like so vague. Like, why don't they say we need an engineer at this bridge building company or something? Or why don't like, ah, we need a plumber. Like, why do, why do they have to be so vague all the time? So that's not been making finding a job easy. I got it, but I got a call from a, from a recruiter, but he didn't, he just called to say, what's up. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm not your buddy. We're not brothers-in-law. Why the fuck are you calling me to just say what's up? Like, call me if you got me got a job for me. Like, like you obviously have nothing to do. Can I have your job? You know. Um, but yeah, I didn't say that to him. I just said like, hey, hey, you know, what's up, uh, America? Um, blah 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 blah. So anyway, um, so on the job front. Nothing, nothing to it. Nothing, nothing much exciting happened. Sent out, um, last week, um, I actually sent out a lot of CVs. I sent out like four of them. Um, and like, and for two of them, I even made like a whole like page long cover letter for two of them. The other two, I just kind of like, I could say I made four cover letters, but really I made two and then I copied and pasted parts out of them into, into the other two. So like I Frankensteined two and then I made two, you know, um, but I sent out four and like, I haven't gotten any responses. So, I mean, it's like this week I, I'm going to have to like send out like five or six, maybe like, I don't know. It's like, it's like a lot to send out and I, you know, but I mean, I've, I, you know, I haven't been, I haven't been out of work in a while, you know, like I haven't had to look for a job in a while. It's been like seven, eight months since I had to look for a job and I kind of forgot about the, how you do it, you know, but I'll find something, you know, I I got it better. My wife, she works and she's, and she's right now she's paying all the bills and, and she's not, um, she's not happy about it. I don't think, but she's cool. Um, She's just kind of bitchy sometimes, but you know, but Hey, it's what, it's what, it's what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. Got to get them bills paid. Oh, you know, 
But anyway, I'll, but I'll be getting a job. I mean, I do. And I keep saying I don't have a job. I do have a job. I have a job working at the bar at McGillicuddy's around the corner from my house. Um, I up my hours there to seven hours a week now, uh, just cause I needed, you know, I need a couple of extra hours there for some, for some beer money. That's why, I, that's why I tell them that I'm working the job for beer money, but that's, that's, that's not really why. It's just cause I need money in general, but I don't make that much money there. Like it's barely enough to cover like taking buses into, into town and stuff, you know? But it's but it's all right. Um, oh, here's here's an update that's pretty good. I figured out how to pull a pint properly this week. That's right. I can pull a beer. I can pump a pump. Well, I guess it's a pump, but I can fill up a pint of beer and not have it all be foam now. Shit, yeah. Um, which I think everyone at the bar is really like really relieved about because it was kind of a like I was kind of pointless having someone behind a bar that doesn't know how to to pour beer you know or to fill beer pints um, but I got it down you know you know basically my boss there Howard he um he said you know I needed to practice and he said that you know if I wanted to after after hours I could practice pulling half pints and then I could drink them so that was kind of that was kind of good incentive, you know. So it was like free beer. Mm. So yeah, um, so that's good. So now I feel like I don't know how to make mixed drinks or anything. Um, yeah, but you know I can pour wine and beer now and pick up glasses and stuff. So that's good. Um, what else is new? Um, What's up with the with the what's up with the sink faucets here in in England? I mean, like there's there's a um, for people in America or wherever else, like like all the sinks in England, most of them anyway, most ones I've seen, especially all in restaurants and stuff, they all have like a cold faucet and a hot faucet or a tap they call them a tap here hot tap hot hot tap and a cold tap you know but it's like one or the other like back home it's like you just have one tap and you can turn it you know between hot and cold and get it warm you know right in the middle but it's either you get fucking burning hot water or you get super cold water and it's like it's stupid i don't understand it like um, and like, and I get it if it's like, you know, there's a lot of old sinks and old houses, like everything's old here in England. So, you know, if it's like a historical house or whatever, or, you know, if it's real, a real ancient house, then, you know, then fine. You know, you have the, you have these two faucets, but, or taps, but like people with new houses and new restaurants and, and like cafes and coffee shops and all that shit, like. They have them. And I'm like, why would you do this? Why would you have these two separate taps? Because it's either you get cold, cold, or you get super hot. It's just stupid. Like I should, I should make like a thingamajiggy, like a, like a, like a Y shaped tube that you can stick between them. So you can turn them on a little bit and like make like a joint, like a faucet joint wishbone thing. Don't anyone steal that. That's my idea. I'm going to make that now. I'm going to make that for here. Anyway, yeah, so faucets, um, 
stupid. Um, what else is new? Um, uh, nothing really. Jesus, I'm so, I'm kind of, I'm so broke because I'm not working. It's like really the only thing I do is kind of just hang around the house and play video games and just like, and you know, I go down the, I go down to the, um, to the supermarket and I get some beers and, you know, and I do that, like, you know, my wife got, my wife's getting mad because she says, like, I do it every night. And she's like, you can't do it every night. And I'm like, I don't do it every night. I do it, like, four or five nights a week. And um, and she gets mad because it's like I buy, like, like a, um, I buy, like, a like a six-pack or not, like, a six-pack because they sell the cans individually. But I buy, like, the big cans. I buy, like, six big cans. But I can drink a lot, you know. It's not, like. You know, it's like her. She's really little. She drinks like well half a glass of wine. She fucked up, but not me. It's like I need to drink a bottle to get drunk. So like, if I drink a half a bottle or three quarters of a bottle, then it's just like me, like her having like a quarter of a cup of wine. It's just like regular drink. It's just I'm big and you know, like I got like I'm Irish, you know, so like I can drink a lot, you know. But you know, but I but. But she, it annoys her, so I'm trying to, you know, trying to cut back. She's not home now, that's why, like I said before, I'm recording these when she's not around, because I don't want her to hear me bitching about her. Um, I mean, I think I'm fair. I think I'm a fair, fair bitcher, but, you know, I, I might rub her the wrong way, and she's the one, you know, she's the one foot in the bills, so I don't want to piss her off, you know. Um, but anyway, um... So, yeah, so not much going on, I guess, on my front. Um, the wet, like, it's the, su- it's, the, um, it's the end of the summer here in England. Or not the end of the summer. It's the middle of the summer, but it feels like the end of the summer or the beginning of the fall because the weather just sucks here. Like, man, you always hear about, like, England being all rainy and, and foggy and, like, you know, like, like all, like, in Sherlock Holmesy stories and stuff, but like fuck it's really it is really like that like it really rains all the time and it's cloudy and it's like you know back home where i'm from um um oh that's something that i never that's funny that's something i never talked about in the last episode which i think is pretty cool okay so i live inside them in england now right but i'm originally from new york <clears throat> And I grew up in a town called Sidem, New York. So it's like the new version of the of the of this city. It's like, you know, like how New York, like there's a city called I found out, I just found this out the other day, mind fuck, that there's a city called York in England. So New York is the new one of it. Which is crazy. Like, um, yeah, it's it's like crazy, and and like um, and and I and then I did some searching on the internet, and then it's like you know, there's lots of cities in America that are like just names from from places like in England and France, um, like Rochester. There's a Rochester in England, so like they just you know probably like pilgrims or whatever were from England went to America, and they just named they named it. After Rochester, like I didn't even think about this. Like this is like a like a like my mind is blown. 
like like a balloon <laughs> like you know floating around like it's crazy right i don't know maybe it's not crazy to everyone else maybe i should have known that already but so anyway i'm from sidem new york but i live in sidem england now booyah how crazy is that shit it's not that crazy but i still think it's kind of cool um so yeah um what else um that's kind of it i guess i get I, I suppose maybe we should get to the to the journal entry um oh, sorry to wet my whistle um i mean it's just like this like you know this i'm just kind of talking to fill time i guess um what i really want to get to is this journal entry um which i think you guys all want to too how many however many of you are there listening um, I know like there's like this program that you can um, use that tells you how many like people are watching uh, or listening to um, your show. But like I don't I haven't gotten to that point yet. Um, that's like that's like kind of fancy. Um, um, next next week. Um, um, well, you'll notice that in the beginning of this episode, um, I have like a like a theme song in the beginning, um, and that's like a clip that my cousin um, Roddy, um, his name's Rodney, but he'd call him Roddy. I don't know why. Um, but he made this clip, you know, on a I don't know on a on a keyboard or something. But he sent it to me on my phone a long time ago, and um, and I just had it. Uh, and then, so when I make this, I'm using like this really crappy recorder and like a thing on my computer that it's not very high tech. It's just like, I just kind of took that file and drop it in a thing before I start recording. And then it makes it so it's like, you know, like a theme song or it sounds like a theme song, but I'm, I'm doing more, more, um, like Googling of how did this stuff works. And hopefully next week I'm going to try and put some like, um, like see if I can get my cousin Roddy to make some more music to put like in the background while I'm talking. So it's like, a um, so it sounds more professional, you know, to get, give it a bit of, um, to give it a bit of like ambience, um, like a, you know, I think that's the word ambience, ambience, um, you know, to give it like, like, um, like a mood, so hope so. Look forward to that next week of having some like some more like some luscious some luscious tunes in the background while I'm talking. Um, but that that's not this week because I don't know how to do it yet. But hopefully next week or the week after. But I'm I'm gonna try next week because like I, I don't have a job so I can figure it out. You know. Anyway, um, so now I'm gonna get to reading the uh, entry number two um, of the um, of the journal. Uh, hang on, let me find the page here. Okay. Um, so this is journal number, t journal, the, the second entry um, of the journal. Um, it's dated 8 July 1956. So this is, I think, let me look at the first one. It's, okay, so the first one was the 7th of July. This one's the next day. So he wrote this the next day. <coughs> okay, here we go. Um Reading over yesterday's entry, I can't help but feel self-conscious about the melodramatic manner in which I related the events of 28 June, 
though I fear my descriptions did no justice to the true horror of events. Still, as I am my only reader, I sh... Mm. Um, oh, sorry. He, he scribbled something out here and then he wrote something. I couldn't make out what it is, but I, I got it now. Still, as I am my only reader, I shall press on with my account, for there is still more to my story. Uh, he's not the only reader now. <laughs> um, as previously stated, I witnessed a horrible accident, or rather incident, as I am positive it was purposeful and therefore a crime. A child was pushed in front of an oncoming car. Let that brief synopsis suffice for now, as I just don't, or I just do not think I have the nerve to relive the thing again. <clears throat> what occurred directly after the girl was struck is clear and horrible in my mind, and shall and I shall relate. Or sorry, this guy's handwriting is so bad. What occurred directly after the girl was struck is clear and horrible in my mind, and I shall relate it in the name of therapy, though I'm sure I will have a second sleepless night because of the recollection or recollection, recollection, recollection. I remember the girl with her red eyes, which mustn't have been real, being... All right. I remember the girl with her red eyes, which mustn't have been real, being struck by the car and thrown through the air. I remember the squeal of the tires. Tires is spelled with a Y, which is weird. Um, the squeal of the tires as the car skidded to a stop. I remember the driver, a man in a suit and hat, getting out and calmly walking to where the limp little body lay. I remember the, the woman, that wretched woman, who pushed the girl who pushed the girl, walked over to join the man. They stood over the little girl whose arms and legs were splayed out at disturbing angles, and they said nothing. No yelling or crying or calls for help as if they had just run over a dog or a cat. Then they both turned and looked at me at the exact same time, as if their bodies were cosmically connected. And they stared at me. That's creepy. Um, the woman was smirking at me, looking as though she were on the edge of laughter. That's when I turned and stumbled away, walking as fast as I could, afraid to run, afraid I would look guilty or suspicious. suspicious. I don't know exactly how long I walked. So I got to take a little sip of... Sip of the beer. Sorry. Dry throat from all this read. I don't know exactly how long I walked. It seemed I was in some kind of stupor, stupor, or fever dream. Later, much later, after the sky had gone dark, I stopped walking and realized I didn't know where I was. I was lost in some industrial block on the far side of the city. I eventually found a, what the hell does that say? Oh, I eventually found a bench and sat down, desperate to regain my wits and metal. What the hell is metal? 
It's spelled M-E-T-T-L-E, like metal, like a kettle, but metal. Hmm. To regain, what's this? To regain my wits and metal and to, rest, and to rest my tired feet. I was exhausted and my suit was soaked in sweat. Near the bench was a timetable for a bus, which I went to investigate. Seeing the lines of times made me feel better, less alone, hopeful of extricating, extricating myself from this foreign neighborhood. Then I felt them. Eyes. That, or, then I felt them. is like a dash. Eyes. Period. So then I felt them. Eyes. Someone was watching me. I was sure of it. Slowly, I turned to face the opposite side of the street. A man was standing there, staring at me. It took a moment, but my heart leapt with recognition. It was the man from earlier in the day, the man who had ran down the little girl. And then there's a dot, 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 you know, three dots. This guy likes ending these things with dot, dot, dot. He did that in the last one. So that's, but that's the end of the second, uh, that's the end of the second entry. Um, this dude sounds fucked up, man. It sounds like he, like his mind, he lost his mind or something. Um, and what is this, like those creepy people like staring at him or something? That sounds creepy. Um, but this dude, this dude's got problems. This dude's got issues and let's get him some tissues because this motherfucker has got some, got some serious business to tend to here. It looks like, um, uh, I mean, I kind of feel bad for him. If you saw a little girl get hit, you know, then that's not good. You know, um, that, that would be, that'd be messed up to see. But, but then it's like all this other shit, like this, this like red, like her having red eyes. And then like these people like staring at him at the same time and like not like, and them acting like they didn't care that they hit her. Like, I don't know about that. I mean, that sounds like, it sounds like either this dude's fucking with us. Or he's, you know, or like maybe he's, and he, I think he seems to think he's going crazy. Um, I mean, he's got a psychiatrist for fuck's sake. He said that in the first entry that the, his psychiatrist, Dr. H, whoever that is, told him to, to start writing this journal. So obviously he's going to see someone because um, of what, what happened. So, I mean, that's good. I hope, I'm glad he got some help, you know, um, you know, like 50 years ago or whenever the hell else was in. This was like almost 60 years ago now, actually. Um, which is kind of crazy. Um, yeah, so that's that's the second entry in, in the journal. And um, and it's, it's still pretty weird. Uh, I don't know if the third one will be weird. Like I said, I haven't seen it. I, fingers crossed. I'm not, I'm not reading them until I read them on, you know, recording the show and, you know, I record the show like not, not long before I post it. So, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not cheating ahead. Um, because in, like I said last time, like, frankly, like if I did cheat ahead and read it and I read the whole thing, then I wouldn't make the podcast cause I'm lazy. And like this, this like makes me want to make the podcast, you know? So, but anyway, so that's, um, so I guess that's the end of episode two. Um, thanks again for listening. Um, and like I said earlier, if you want to drop me a line, 
Um, you drop it at the end of me podcast at gmail.com and I will um, and I will be happy to read your email um, on the air as long as you know you're not being a dick bag and saying sh- shitty stuff about me. Um, or of course, if you have any questions, um, then, you know, maybe I'll, you know, and maybe I'll answer them on the air, you know, um, and don't forget to, you know, to recommend this to any of your friends or, you know, colleagues, um, at your works. Um, and you know, you know, it's just, you know, pass, you know, pass it on, you know, uh, uh, that sounded bad. That sounded like it's like you got like a like a STD or something like herpes. Like pass it on, but you know, not like that. Let everyone know. Let all your friends know if you think it's cool. Then we can get more and more listeners, and then maybe, you know, maybe it can turn into some big thing. I don't know. Um, but yeah. But anyway, uh, I think I'm outies for nowies, and um, I'll catch y'all on the flip side. Adioses mimosas I don't think that's a word but whatever see y'all later bye